Blog Talk Radio. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Five-year-old Penny Hardaway is the greatest thing that ever happened in Memphis. You know, 
And for my generation and for the generation kind of after mine, they know Pitt as the, the, the greatest thing to happen. So for him to be the leader of the University of Memphis basketball program is monumental in every single way possible because I never thought I would see the day where I talked to some, I've talked to some people in the last couple of days that, that are really close to Penny, and they even said like Penny Hardaway, the head coach of Memphis, even sounds weird to them. So you can you, you can only imagine me and other people just hearing that ring up, hearing that come off their mouth. It, it sounds weird, man. It's gonna take some time to get used to. Exactly, man. It's it's crazy, man. Uh, like I said, we I said it on Sunday uh, when I did TRSR Live on Sunday evening. It's the worst kept secret in the world that that Penny was gonna be named the next coach, but. It's amazing to, like you said, a, a native son to see a guy who came out of out of Binghampton, uh, a tough neighborhood here in the city of Memphis, uh, someone a kid can yeah. look up to to show that you can you can really come out of a a tough situation, man, and and be extremely successful. And to have him, a guy that that already he doesn't have to come in and build these relationships. We always talked about Tubby and him not building the relationships that he needs to build when he came in here. Penny already has these relationships with these people. He knows everybody that he needs to know in the city. I mean, he's connected to, to all the kids here in the city, man. Those people to talk to, I mean, he can just come in and hit the ground running, man. And it's 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 amazing, man, and special. I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to cover it, man. I think it's going to be uh, fun coming up here for the University of Memphis. But, again, we're talking with Devin Walker, executive producer of the Air Castle Times show from 929 ESPN. Man, unfortunately, I couldn't make it over to the press conference, man. In addition to, to my media responsibilities, I hold down a full-time day job, man, so I, Sometimes I can miss some of the stuff. It's in the middle of the daytime, man. But what was the what was the scene like over there at the Laurie Walton practice facility? The scene was – it felt – we talked about something being monumental. The scene felt like it was something monumental happening. There were people crowded into the Laurie Walton facility. Like, there was no room to move. Like, they had, they had it roped, roped off from media, obviously. And it was media, alumni, and, like, uh, the boosters. But for the public, there was no room to move. When when they announced Petey as the new head coach, it was you couldn't hear anything in the building. Like it was a roar from the crowd. And, and to see Petey Hardaway walk up to that stage and see uh, President Rudd and Bowen, the way they talked about Petey in a glowing way, and they even had the throwback jersey ready for Petey when they when they did the official announcement. And Petey Hardaway even joked, he was like, "Am I coming back to play?" He was like, "He was like, am I coming back to play? You have my jersey ready." <laughs> so it, it, the scene was, it was it was crazy. It was, like I said, even two days later, it's still crazy to think about. Penny Hardaway stood on that stage and said, I'm the University of Memphis head coach. Because if you look at it, he just started coaching four or five years ago. He, he started he started doing it as a favor to one of his, his best friends, Devin Merriweather. And he, yeah, I asked exactly. him about it. He said, we made this, he made, I made this promise to him that after middle school, I was going to go to high school. After high school, I was going to coach University of Memphis. I was going to win a national championship at the University of Memphis. He said that's the next goal for him. So to see all this kind of unfold, as it has in the last four or five years, it, it's crazy, man. It's kind of like it's movie. It's like a movie. It's like a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, yeah, you could make a movie it's, about it for it's, sure. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and he even said he even said himself that, like, uh, he's been preparing for this for, like, the last ten years of um, his life. He, he felt yeah. that there's a possibility that it could happen, but he said it, that he never knew if it actually would happen. But, man, like you said, he's – and a lot of people talk about him not having experience, him not being ready for this, but, I mean – I just don't see it like that at all. I'm completely different. I think, I, I think he's, like I said, been prepared all his life for this. I mean, the guy's been around basketball all his life. I mean, like I said, uh, played at a high level of Division One, went to the NBA, won a gold medal. Uh, probably would have been one of the greatest players in NBA history if it wasn't for injuries. Uh, and, and to come home, like I said, started off 
um, left the middle, like you said, over over with Desmond Merriweather over in Binghampton. He passed away, and uh, he kind of took that over, man, and took the lead from there, took it on East High School. I mean, the success they've had, three state, three straight state championships, man. Team Penny, what they're doing is, man, a man that he has all kind of experience. Like, he lives basketball. I mean, his whole life has been dedicated, yeah. dedicated to the game of basketball, man. I think he's ready to step in as long as he – Bring someone in on the staff that, uh, like I said, I don't even think it's important as some other people do. But as long as he brings, uh, like I said, even a Tony Madlock, a, a guy who was the interim head coach down at Ole Miss uh, here recently when Andy Kennedy stepped down, he has him on the bench now. Someone he trusts, a guy that he can lean on. And we've heard some other veteran names. I think Penny will be just just fine in that aspect. But, man, what, what do you say to the naysayers that, that still don't seem to be on board with this, uh, even after after all the excitement and everything that, it looks like Penny can bring to the program. You know, man, most of those naysayers, they don't they live outside the nine on one. And and for the people that live outside the nine on one that don't think this anything will work out, I, my message to them is you don't you just don't understand, you know? You have to you have to understand the program to be relevant again. In two days on the job, Penny Hardaway's already gotten Alex Lomax to get released from his national letter intent from Wichita State. He's offered Tyler Harris He's given Memphis the injection in the arm that is that is needed. So for the naysayers outside of Memphis to say, oh, it's not going to work out, it's not going to do this, those are people uh, – you know what, I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep it real, Isaac. They're just hating, okay? And those, those are haters. <laughs> they don't want to see Memphis back in the national spotlight. They don't want to see Memphis relevant again because Penny is a home run hire in every way possible. You talked about exactly. it already. He, he's connected on the AAU circuit. He's a great basketball mind. He, he, he has this thing planned out. When, when University of Memphis offered him the job two years ago, he wasn't ready. Penny Hardaway was not ready to take the job two years ago. When they when they laid the job out to him two years ago, he just he thought he could be the coach and he didn't have to deal with the other things as far as like laying out of staff, dealing with compliance things. He wasn't ready. Two years later, he has a plan. He has a staff. He has compliance guys. He has he just has everything figured out now. And this is the perfect time to do it because he know he knows what he has in front of him. And he's said all the right things in the past couple of days as far as doing the media the media circuits, being doing the media outlets as far as saying we're going to get the program back to where it was, talking about how we're going to bring the retro uniforms back. Just doing everything you need to do as a head coach. Right. I don't see where you can say this can go wrong because, like I said, Penny, he understands. He understands he needs to put people around him to, to get the things done that he doesn't know how to do. And he's already doing that. He's already working. He's already putting the staff together. So I, for the people that say it's not going to work out, I just say whatever, dude. Like Whatever. That's what I say. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you say, yeah. I'm, for that, yeah, to argue with I'm, them about that is, is irrelevant, dude, because they don't understand. I, exactly, I'm, I'm with you 100. Like I've said on Twitter, man, all these national media guys talking, uh, saying that they, 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 the only thing they saw is, is they respect Tubby. Uh, there's a Hall of Fame guy, and they thought we won 21 games. But you, there's a lot to unpack with that 21 games. We're not gonna get get back into that. I've said it over and over, but it's kind of a, a empty 21 wins. But we're not gonna get back into that. But like you said, man, Pity just gets it. I mean, from everything, like you said, the, the retro yeah. uniforms to, 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 to putting the staff together. And staff that people get excited about, he's already in with recruits that Tubby couldn't even get in the door with. Um, I mean, just to see, see yeah. what he could do. I mean, I just don't understand how now that you could be saying this is not going to work. But you brought up uh, Alex Lomax. And Alex Lomax was let out of his national letter of intent with Wichita State uh, by head coach Greg Marshall uh, the other day. Man, how, how surprised were you? Uh, when, when you found out and heard the news that he's going to be let out of it, because I think Jeff Goodman, uh, one of those national guys we just got to, done talk about, um, tweeted earlier that day that he was not going to be let out of that letter intent. How, how surprised were you when you heard that news? 
I was 100% shocked because I know how much of a hardball game it is to be in college basketball and know how, how ruthless some of those coaches are when it comes to sustaining their talent and keeping their talent in, in-house, especially when it's in conference where you have to play against this kid played it for four years, you know. So I didn't think it was going to happen. And when I saw the story break, I was shocked. And, and, and you know, I was shocked, and I tip my hat to Greg Marshall for being a classy guy and knowing the connection that Alex Lomax has to Penny as far as being a guardian, as far as being uh, a coach, as far as being someone in, in Alex Lomax's life who, I mean, to be honest, I don't think Greg Marshall could ever be. You know, he can never take that place. So uh, I, I tip my hat to Greg Marshall being a classy guy and letting, letting Alex out of his next one of his ten and giving him an opportunity to play for Penny Hardaway because we know Alex is connected to Penny. And, and he's, he's more connected to Penny than probably any other player in the city or nationally, period. Yeah, I mean, I have much respect to, to Coach Greg Marshall, especially when you look at the same conference. Uh, that, I mean, that, that, that's yeah. really big for him to, to see that relationship that, that Alex has with Penny and to, to be able to let him, let him do that, get out of that, let him intend to come back home and, and play for guys he's been playing for ever since fifth grade. Um, and it's really, really classic yeah. move by Greg Marshall. I knew at the end it would probably end up coming to that, but I was surprised at how quickly uh, he let him out of that national letter of intent. But, again, we're talking with Devin Walker from 92.9 ESPN. Uh, one big question uh, on every Tiger fan's mind right now is the potential of Penny possibly adding uh, Alex Lomax and Tyler Harris. Uh, this is going to be kind of a, a three- to four-part question, but how do you think Lomax's game translates to D1? How do you think Tyler Harris's game translates to D1? Which do you like better, and can you do you think they can coexist together? Because even look at that, you even have to, to throw Jeremiah Martin in the mix as well, man. Can 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 that three-headed monster work uh, on on a D one level? So your first question was is what is what is about Alex Lomax? I think one hundred percent Alex Lomax can succeed at the next level because he's built like a bull. He's a competitor. He's a winner. First of all, he's a three-time state champion. He just gets it done. He, he does whatever it takes to get the job done. If, you, if you've seen him play, you've seen Alex Lomax progress over the last four, five, six years. The knock on Alex Lomax coming into this season was he couldn't shoot. What did he do this summer, Isaac? He works on his shooting. Worked on his shot. He's yeah. a guy who picks you, up, picks you up 94 feet. He locks you up. He rebounds. He does all the little things on the basketball court that makes him a leader, makes, makes him the guy you, don't, you trust him to put the ball in his hands in a key situation. Kyle Harris is a gunslinger. He's a scorer. He's a shooter. Sometimes he's a little crazy. He's a little frantic with his shot, his shot, his shot taking. Yeah. But he puts the ball in the bucket. As far as them coexisting, I said it on the show today. I, I'm kind of skeptical, man. I'm, I'm very skeptical when it comes to putting Alex and Tyler, Tyler together. They actually met this morning with Penny Hardaway together. Yeah. Um, at the at the um, facility. Yeah. I heard so, the same thing. It, so apparently Penny's Penny's trying Penny's trying to put it together. But I just I'm skeptical, man, because I don't I don't see how. In any collegiate situation, you play Alex Lomax at the one. You play Tyler at the two. Tyler Harris is what five eight one hundred forty five the most. Five nine, yeah. In a, in a, yeah, five, exactly. And a lot of Division one guards are six three six four, and they're really going to be able to take advantage of that. Especially if, if the way Penny Hardaway talked about on his on his press conference about how he wants to play against the Dukes and the Kentuckys and Michigan State teams like that are going to take advantage of that, you know. And and the way I look at Tyler's game. You, some people are saying maybe an Isaiah Thomas like I I just don't see it man I love Tyler I love I love his ability to kind of score in bunches but I don't see him and Alex Lomax working at working on the same Division one backcourt together I, I just can't see it Yeah it, it definitely it would definitely be an interesting mix uh, like I said both both extremely talented but uh, that, that's a lot of lot of lot of smaller guards man which you need like you said you got to throw 
Jeremiah Martin in the mix, and maybe even a Kareem Bruton still there. A lot of guards, man. So it'll be interesting exactly. to see how that play, how that plays out. But Penny Penny seems to think it can work. Uh, if, if Penny thinks it can work, man, I, I, I'll trust his judgment. But we'll definitely see how it plays out. But as far as staff is concerned, uh, Tony Madlock is in as expected. Uh, from everybody I talked to, it feels like Whitehaven head coach Roger Phillips is in in some capacity, probably the the, the ops role. Um, I think we both reported today that Mike Miller was indeed on campus to meet with Penny about a position on the staff. Uh, so I'm, of course, in what uh-huh. Mike would potentially add to the staff and would he be really really willing to put in the work. Man, what do you think about Mike uh, potentially being on the staff? I think it's a great idea because I talk to people and they say Mike Miller wants to get into collegiate coaching. And why not start with Penny Hardaway? Why not be tag team with Penny Hardaway as your first collegiate job? Because Mike Miller can tap into Florida. He he's known nationally. He's known as an NBA champion, so that helps him on that on the recruiting front. And also, Mike Miller's a great basketball mind as well. You put you put him and Penny Hardaway together. <laughs> I mean, well, you have a lot going on right there. And and even in Memphis, man, you lock down a recruiting front because we know that they're. There are two of the top three AU programs in the city of Memphis with M33M and Team Penny. So you lock down on a recruiting aspect. Mike Miller, I think he can, he can coach, man. He can, he knows the game very well. Um, I talked to his um, his son's head coach um, at Houston, and he talks about how yeah. Mike just sits and watches the game. He soaks the games in. He doesn't really kind of try to – he doesn't try to do too much, you know. But he does – he said he has that conversation with him about being, good, being a coach one day, so he wants to coach. And I think this would be a perfect opportunity for Mike because – just imagine Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller walking into a living room. No way a kid can say no, right? You be right. a champion, and you have a NBA all-timer. There's no way kids are saying no to that. So I, I, I'm all down for for Mike Miller being on the staff. Um, I also heard this morning that uh, a Memphian, uh, Jermaine Johnson, a UT Martin assistant, was was interviewed by Penny this, today. So Penny's kind of he's trying to he's trying to touch all the boxes he can as far as like reaching out to guys and and possibly getting guys on the staff to to make this the best as possible. Yeah, I, I had heard about that meeting this morning, but I talked to uh, Jermaine uh, a couple of days ago, and he told me that if Penny offered him uh, a position on the staff, he was coming home. Uh, that was a direct quote from him. He said that Memphis, being at Memphis, would, would be a dream for him, and he's always wanted that opportunity, and he'd jump at the chance. And uh, Yeah, I hadn't heard about that interview this morning, so that's, I'm excited to hear that because I would love to, to have Jermaine Johnson on staff. But to go back to, to Mike Miller, uh, like you said, Mike is a student of the game. I mean, you can – Listen to his talk, his interviews. I mean, he breaks the game down in a way that a lot of other players don't. I mean, he sees things on the floor. I always knew that at some point he would get into coaching. And I've heard that he definitely wants to be a D1 head coach. And with, with Mike, I think he does, he, even though he has the wide way reach, uh, world reach, like you said, uh, all the way across the country, it does, he doesn't have quite the potentials that uh, Penny Hardaway has as far as his connections and stuff. He has a lot of them, but he's not Penny Hardaway. And I think. If, if he if his long term goal is to be a D one head coach, I, I think he might have to be an assistant uh, somewhere before he can get that opportunity. Yeah. I think Penny get an opportunity because it, it's a special situation him being an alumni of the university, connected to so many kids here in the city, and him being in the city to come on and play for play for Memphis. But I think for Mike, uh, I, I think he would he might have to be an assistant at some point before he get a D one head coaching job. But I think, like you said, man, Penny and Mike Miller walking into uh, uh, somebody's home, I don't think you can say no to that too. NBA players who played at the highest level, Mike, um, walking into a high school gym, and he's 6'8", uh, got the Memphis gear on. Like I said, he, he, people in Memphis know who he is. connected, has M33M um, in the AAU, so he has his connections as well. So I, I think it would be a great high. Uh, out of all the names I heard, Mike was definitely one that I, I hoped ended up on the staff, and 
hopefully that meeting went well today. Um, I'll, I'll see what, what what I can find out about that, but I would love to have Mike on staff. But uh, Penny met with the team today also, um, and we know about mm-hmm. the, the APR issues that the, that the school has, so many transfers going back to, to the Josh Pastner era, uh, in, into the Tubby Smith era. But when you look at this roster, um, I, I, I made my predictions on, on, on the players I think that will be back and the players that I think that won't be back, uh, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, but first off, we start off with, with Jeremiah Martin. I think we all know 100% Jeremiah's back. Uh, but, but after that, I think the next yeah. player you look at is Kevin Davenport, who had a wonderful year. Uh, I mean, big-time year. Uh, I think a lot of people thought Radio Thornton would be the guy, the Jucos, that would come in and have the best year. But Kevin Davenport really showed that he's a, a, a player that can get it done on the D1 level. Uh, but but we've, I kind of heard that, that deep, Tim Keevan was thinking about possibly going back to Georgia before Tubby left. Now, I'm not sure where his head is now, man. What, what do you think about, about Keevan? I think I think it will be Keevan, in Keevan's best interest to stay here. And I, I think this is why. When you when you have a chance to play under Penny Hardaway, I think you don't pass that chance up, you know. And I think in any in every way, Penny Hardaway and whoever he puts on his staff can, can – Make Keevan better. Like you said, Keevan had a hell of a season last year. And why, And in his senior season, he's going to go nothing but up. So why not do it with Penny Hardaway as your head coach? And you talked about the other guys. Rainier Thornton, that's another guy I think will be back next year. When you talk about guys that are, that are possibly maybe out the door, um, maybe Malik Rhodes. I call him first team all church league. Uh, I think he's going to be gone. Um, Kareem <laughs> yeah, Azab, I, I think he's going to be gone. And um, my last one, probably Victor Eno. I, I don't think he fits. I really don't think he fits. I, he had some flashes this season, but I think when it comes down to, to three guys being gone, I think those are, those are my three. Uh, the rest of the guys will be back. The David Nickelberries of the world. We all know he had he's had his situations with Tubby. Um, coaching change probably. He was happy to see that. So um, I think David Nickelberry will be back. Kareem Bruton, he's shown how good he is. I think Penny will be happy to have him in his backcourt as, as his two guard. Um, and the other guys, I mean, I think they just come in and play the roles, man. Like, like you said, the APR issues, you can't really do much. So Penny's, Kenny's kind of strapped with the roster, but he's going to make it happen. He's going to do it the best he can, and and uh, he's going to keep those guys in and those three guys out. Yeah, I, I think I, that we're on the same page exactly with that. Jeremiah, obviously, of course, will be back. Uh, even Davenport definitely uh, will be back if he wants to be here for sure. Uh, you got Jamal Johnson, and, and that's I kind of talked about that uh, throughout the last week. Uh, he was at the press conference, and he was all smiles, uh, which kind of – Kind of changed my mind on, on what I thought about him because I, I thought initially that he could be a guy that could possibly transfer because his dad, uh, Buck Johnson, was a big, uh, big Tubby supporter. Uh, even I think after that loss to ECU, he came out in full support of Tubby and said he thought he was doing a great job with the team. And I kind of thought maybe they would have been a little upset with how the kind of the things went down with the administration. Now they kind of got rid of Tubby, but the fact that Jamal Johnson was at the press conference and all smiles kind of kind of changed my mind. I, I would want him back if I was Penny, but I thought he might be a candidate to transfer. But like you said, with the APR stuff, got to keep the majority of these kids. So if he wants to be here, I'm sure he'll be back. David Nickelberry, we all thought he'd be out of here. Tubby was still here. Um, him being just a freshman, uh, he has a lot of potential. He needs to work on his lateral quickness and his defense. But his size, uh, the way he can he can handle the basketball, I, I think it would be in Penny's best interest to keep him a while around a while as well uh, to see how he develops. So, I think uh, Green Root, like you said, when, when Jeremiah Martin went down injury, he really stepped in and, and played well. So I think he'll be back. I agree with the three guys, I think, to be out of here, Malik Rose, uh, Victor Inu, and Kareem Azab. I think 
they'll all be gone. That opens up three more scholarships. So that's looking at six scholarships uh, right there. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that feels. No, we lost Anthony Simon, five-star kid, I think ranked 17th in the country, uh, declared for the, the NBA draft today. Kind of surprised me that he signed with an agent, but I guess he got a guaranteed offer. I know I saw a mock this morning that had him going 19. So if you got a guaranteed offer, man, I can't I can't be upset with him for going to get that money, man. Yeah. Kids got to get paid, man. Kids got to get paid. Man, but before we get out, man, everywhere I go, man, people asking me about uh, Sharif O'Neal. Sharif O'Neal is real, man. I've hit up all my sources, man. I've even texted and called them, haven't, haven't gotten any response, man. Have you heard anything else on Sharif? I don't I don't know if it's real or not, man. We saw so many rumors out here, so many things you're hearing, man. You hear this thing, and then somebody tells you something completely different, man. Have you heard anything else on Sharif? On the Sharif O'Neal front, I've not heard anything other than there's a possibility that he can come here because of Shaq's relationship with Penny. Someone actually yeah. asked, um, yeah, someone asked Penny about that when Penny mentioned like four or five NBA players about them coming here. Like he mentioned Gary Payton's name, he mentioned a couple other names. Someone said, "What about Shaq?" And he said, "I haven't talked to Shaq yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll talk to him in the near future." So I, I don't know what that means, but mm. you know, man, the door's always open. I'm sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure the door's always open. I know Jonah brought he brought up on our show today about a possible SEC guy transferring to Memphis, and um, that kind yeah. of got me in my um, got me in the trenches a little bit doing some digging, and um, about Memphis guys that, that are kind of uh, affiliated with the Penny or had a connection with Penny. PJ Washington and, and I, two I, names I, I thought of. Exactly, those are the two names that, that yeah. popped into my popped into my head. So, well, it'll be interesting to watch those guys and see how this develops over the over the summertime. People talked about yeah, they don't want to sit out a year, but. You never know what these kids want to do with Penny Hardaway, man. P.J. PJ Washington said how much of an influence Penny Hardaway was on his life and that he's a player's coach and he's one of the one of the best coaches he's ever had in his life. So you never know what these kids would do for, for number one, for one cent. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be a fun summer. I promise you that one. Hey, again, we talked with Devin Walker for 929 ESPN. Man, last one before we get out of here, man. President Rudd did an interview with uh, Calkins today, and, and one interesting nugget that, that kind of stood out to me was that they they were working on a, a contract extension with Tom Bowen, and uh, that kind of surprised me. Like I said, we've all kind of heard the rumors of dissension in the ranks. Uh, just like the Penny Hardaway thing, I think if it were up to Bowen, uh, Tubby Smith would still be the head coach of the University of Memphis basketball team right now. But did the talk of extension kind of for Bowen kind of surprise you? I mean a little bit, but then again, when you look at the the the, the situation the athletic department is is in right now, when you have Penny Hardaway as your basketball coach and Mike Novell, who's wearing phone pods on the football field as your football <laughs> coach, I think you're in a good spot. And I I don't think that that's a reason for you to make a change because, like you said, if you have tension in the ranks, just let things simmer down because I promise you, in two or three years, there's going to be so much cash flow in that in that athletic program that there's no way there's going to be any. Any, any situation where you have tension because Mike Novell is on the, up, on the up and up. Hopefully he can win a bowl game, his first bowl game this season. Penny Hardaway is putting together a, a stellar class. We know about the 2019 class. So, in a couple, like I said, a couple of years, you're going to be you're back to where you want to be. You're going to have butts and seats. It, it's going to be a good time to be a University of Target. So, I, I, that didn't shock me because I don't, I don't see a reason for that, for them to kind of dissolve in the situation they're in right now. So, I just let it play out, man. It, it's going to be, a, it's a, like I said, it's a fun time to be a Tiger. And it's even better time to be covering the university as a whole. Yeah, they, they, it would definitely make it, make me a little nervous that they did get rid of Tom with the way he's helped build the football program back. And if he were to leave 
what what kind of commitment would they put to football? What would happen with that situation? So uh, I, I agree. I definitely think they need to keep Tom in place, man. But I always enjoy having you on the program, man. He's the executive producer of the Eric House of Time Show, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 on 929 ESPN. Devin Walker, man, any last thoughts before you get out of here? Oh, no, man. I, uh, the Grizzlies got beat by uh, 61 points tonight, so that, that's yeah. a nugget for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's insane, man. I, like I said, I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro, I'm pro tank, man. But I don't want them out there losing, but taking a 61 point loss, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's embarrassing, man. It, it's it's a sad day, man. It's it's rough. It's, I mean, if you want to lose, man, lose by a, a reasonable margin. Don't get beat by yeah. 60, you know. Yeah, man. But good stuff, man. As always, man. Thanks for taking a little time to join me, man. We'll catch up with you later. All right, sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's Devin Walker from 92.9 ESPN joining me here on TSR Live. And we have our next guest on the line. He's the father of East High School senior top 150 recruit for 2018, Alex Lomax Sr. Alex, man, how you doing? Yes, sir. How's it going? How's it going, Isaac? I'm good, man. man. Sorry, sorry for that uh, delay, man. Sorry to have you on hold so long, man. But glad to take a little time to join me. So, man, we'll get, get right into it, man. I know, I know everyone you talk to want to ask you about Alex Lomax, the basketball player, and we're definitely going to get into that a little bit, but watching from afar, man, it's obvious that, that you raised an exceptional young man, man. Tell us about Alex Lomax Jr., the man. Oh, man. Um, man, I, I can say so many things about Alex, man, until I'm talking about it. I can have, I can have you going on and on and on, but I'm going to tell you a few things about him. I never had any kind of trouble with him uh, in his upbringing uh, from kindergarten through the sixth grade, like, I never I never had to, man, like, say just anything, too many words to him that was just, because he was always on point and he was always uh, accurate. He, I mean, he, yeah. he, he had the mentality of, of uh, a person that could have been the next president as a kid, you know, the way he was coming up. Uh, he had that strong, he had that strong, uh, you know, mannerism about himself as a kid. So, yeah. you know, and he just, he done grown into a, a wonderful young man right now. Man, yeah, man, like I said, you from watching from afar, you can definitely tell how mature he is. Different the way he handles certain situations, you can you can just definitely tell, man, that he he's wise beyond his years and and had a, had a great upbringing. Uh, like I said, I, I've enjoyed watching him play uh, at East and, and developing, watching him develop, man. It's uh, amazing to see see how far he came with, like I said, as a person and his game. If we, if we can talk with Alex Lomax, senior father of Alex Lomax, top one hundred and fifty recruit, East High School senior, oh, and what what is what has this process been like as far as the recruitment of your son? Man, originally committed to Wichita State, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. But uh, what, what was it about Wichita State that that originally made you guys uh, commit there? Well, at the time, uh, Wichita State was probably was the best fit for him as far as um, a program that was kind of already had things going and already set compared to the yeah. other programs that offered uh, Alex. So, you know, uh, Wichita State, you know, they always uh, been in the top 25. They always uh, making the playoffs. I mean, they was they doing a lot of things. They've been making noise. You know, they noise makers, you know. And you want to be part of a team that's been, you know, that's been down that road and, and you know, exactly. every year. And you want to put yourself part of a, a of something that's, that's good, you know, that's, that's a great team. Yeah, man, like you said, with Wichita State, man, uh, over the last several years, Greg Marshall uh, really 
really done a great job with that team. Not going out getting all the five-star players, but uh, he's a guy that can develop players. Um, and I, I can definitely see uh, a parent wanting their, wanting their child to go play for some players to go play for Greg Marshall because, like I said, he's a guy, family atmosphere there, and a, a guy that can, can, like I said, even not going to get the top guys like Duke and Kentucky make it, but they can they get the three- and four-star recruits and coaches them up and, and develops them over, over over two to four years, man. And I, I, I can definitely understand that. Uh, but what what can you say about uh, Coach Greg Marshall to allow uh, Alex out of his letter of intent to, to, to get a chance to, to, to possibly come back home? Uh, I mean, especially you look at being in the same conference. Uh, that's something I mean, I expected it in the end that it would probably end up in him letting him out of a letter of intent. But for him to do it that quickly, uh, I, I thought was really classy by, by Greg Marshall. And I have a lot of respect for him for that. Oh man, oh man, it's, it's just unbelievable, man. And I just when I when I found out, you know, because I I thought it was going to be a process myself because we yeah. started weighing our options as far as uh, you know, once we found out that Penny was going to be the coach, so we was thinking about like, hey, well, if uh, you know, Penny's going to be the coach, we know we want to try to follow Penny because you know, Penny's a Penny's a, a great coach, man, and I and I trust and believe uh that uh Coach Hardaway can make a change and make a difference in uh in the University of Memphis. And you know, in Tubby Smith as far as the Tubby Smith situation, uh, I mean, it was just on on, on that end, University of Memphis is always a, is, a, is like I said, is a good program. But the recruitment part on Tubby Smith's end was kinda like, you know, I, yeah. I think wasn't you're right, wasn't wasn't kinda it wasn't it could have been more on, on that end. But I know I know yeah. uh, Coach Hardaway is gonna, you know, bring a lot of bag. He's going to recruit good players around uh, Alex, and he's going to bring good players to the, to the university. And and it, they, I, I'm, I know he's going to have a good program. And and I trust Penny Hardaway been on every level, from the NBA to the USA Olympic team to the All-Star Games to, you know, pretty much, you know, he, he'd have been he'd have been all over. So, yeah, you got to, you know, you got you to gotta respect, you got to respect that. You know, you got to respect that. So, I think I think Coach Hardaway got what it takes to uh, bring Memphis to a, a certain level as far as uh, Kentucky, uh, as far as uh, Kansas, as far as a Duke. You know, I, I think we could get I think we could get, get in the race. Man, yeah, just like you said, I, and that's what what bugs me about it. There's still some people out there that feel like maybe Penny isn't isn't ready for this because he doesn't quote unquote have the the experience as an assistant on the D1 level. Like you said, I mean, he's done it all. I mean, he's played at the highest level uh, of D1 basketball, uh, went to the NBA, played at the highest level, won a gold medal at the Olympics, probably would have been one of the greatest players in NBA history uh, if it wasn't for the injuries. I mean, this guy, his no basketball doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Life. I mean, it, it, no people, doubt. I don't understand what people come in and saying that, that this guy doesn't have the experience. I, think, I don't think there's anybody out there that fits this Memphis job better than Penny Hardaway. I mean, it's just like a no glove, man. I mean, he's going to come in here and, and, and recruit the Memphis kids. And like you said, I'm as, as a media member, I was probably one of the most outspoken um, media members on, on Tubby and why I felt like they need to make a change. Like, I love Tubby. Uh, great great to talk to, always always cordial in mind. My dealings with him, great guy. Like I said, great mentor. But when it came to, to some of the things about being the Memphis head coach, I just think on some level he didn't get it. Like, you talked to – a lot of high school uh, coaches in the city, high-level players, parents, and you all hear the, you heard the same thing. It was kind of like he just wasn't didn't build the relationships he needs to build, um, and I think that's 
really important uh, part of being the, the head coach of the University of Memphis. I think Penny already has a relationship with those people and most of those people. And if he doesn't, I'm definitely, he's definitely going to reach out and, and do everything he can to reach out to the Memphis community. And I think that's something that, that Tubby didn't, didn't do at least enough uh, to, to to continue on coaching at the University of Memphis. But uh, we, we talked about Lomax as a young man, man. What what kind of basketball player is Alex? Oh, man, that's that's a, that's a great question, man. That is a great question. I, and I'm going to tell you what kind of player Alex is. Alex is a player that want to win. You know, he, he's like to win. So he's going to fight for rebounds. He's going to fight for – uh, steals. He's gonna fight for. He's gonna fight for everything that he can. You know, when, when he's on that court. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's gonna fight everything that he can in those uh, 32 minutes, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna give his all all the way if winning or losing. You know, he's not gonna give up. He's, he's not. He's not a. You know, he's. I don't care if we down by 20 points in the fourth quarter. Halo is, is gonna try to win that game, and you know he's he's gonna give his all. And he's just a strong player, man. He's a young bull, as as there are a lot of people say. He's a young bull, yeah. so you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Alo been doing this for a long time. You know, he started at a real early age um, playing basketball. You know, we started with him probably at the age of five. You know, at the age of five years old, and uh, he just, you know, he started dribbling before you know he could really just shoot the ball. You know, he always used to yeah. ask me, hey, Pop, can I shoot the ball? I'm ready to shoot. <laughs> and, you know, I had to tell him, you know, hey, you know, hey, that's that's in the game anyway. Let's learn how to dribble first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you you got to know how to dribble. <laughs> you got to know how to dribble before you know how to shoot. You understand? So yeah. let's let's learn how to sure. dribble, and then we can shoot. So, you know, I, I worked with Alex for a long time on his dribbling, and then, you know, we got to the shooting part finally. And, you know, and it was once we got to the shooting part, he – you know, he, he wanted to shoot more than he wanted to dribble did, you know. So it 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 was just fun, you know, coming up with him as a, a kid and and him wanting to learn and just uh he wanted more and more just each and every time that it, it came to basketball. He just wanted more and more. He he hated to like when it was time to go to bed, for example, he, he didn't want to go to sleep. He wanted to play some more basketball and keep me up yeah. all night, you know, <laughs> on the weekend. So, you know, he always had love. It's, it's always been in his heart, man. And and that's what I love about him, you know, as far as as a basketball player because you just to have that love for basketball. And just like the NBA yeah. tell you, I love this game. So uh, exactly. I would use I would use that phrase for uh, Alex Lomax that he loves this game, you know, and he really does. And I – honor him for that and I'm glad that he stuck with uh, you know just you know wanting to to play ball and get a chance to get him a scholarship and you know and hey you got one life to live so you know I think you should take advantage of it and, and not not waste the opportunity and if it takes sports to get you there man that's what it is so you know I congratulate him 100% man I'm and I love him to death and would do anything for him and he know it and and it's just an honor to be his father, man, just to be able to talk to him and communicate with him and, and, and make sure he's, you know, going straight and doing the right things out here, man, because you can get sidetracked in these sports with these kids and the popularity that, that comes with these sports, you know. So you got a lot of people in your ear saying this and saying that, and, and yeah. they won't, you know, they yeah, you know, and you got some that said this and you got some said that on another level. Exactly. So, you know, you yeah. have to be careful who you deal with, you know, and I think Alex exactly. is going to make some great decisions. He's a great decision maker on the court, off the court. 
always has been, ever since a kid. You know, he was the kid that came in and read the announcement in elementary all the way, his whole elementary, uh, you know, time. And he was just that kid. So, you know, like I say, I, I love him to death, man. And I want to tell Alex Lomax, my son, congratulations again on uh, this. This is what you call an opportunity of a lifetime. And you take advantage of it, son, and, 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 you know, do your best and keep doing what you're doing and you're making the family proud. And like, like my mother stayed with me now, and that's which is Miss Lois Lomax, which is uh, Alex's grandmother. And she always saying stuff, you know, every day. She just talking about them. She just smile every time she yeah. sees me. She just <laughs> smile, and and it's just an honor. She always work checking on them, and and she just loves them to death, man. I just wanted him to know that if he's listening or if he's not listening, if he heard somewhere down the line. But I just want him to know that his grandma is crazy about him. So. Miss Lois Lomax, uh, that's my mama. I love you, and and it, it's just an honor, man. I, like I say once again, it's an honor for for Alex to be in the position that he's in, and and I hope that he keeps up, uh, keeps up the good work, man. Yeah, man, that, that that's great, man. Uh, to hear that, man, to have that have that that family support. Like I said, watching from afar, man, you can see it. Uh, you can see that he's doing things the right way. I mean, and as far as him him loving the game of basketball, you can see that passion. Uh, when he's out there on the court, because like I said, even even if they're losing, man, and he's gonna you you one thing that you don't have to worry about without Alex is, is them not leaving 110 percent out there on the floor. He's gonna give you everything he has, no matter what the the situation is. Uh, he never gives up. Uh, no like doubt. He continues to play hard regardless of the situation, and and that definitely definitely comes through in his game. But uh, to kind of to kind of go back to Penny, man, like I, I'm excited, man. As a a, a a lifelong Miffian, man, someone who now covers the team, a lifelong fan, alum of the university. Uh, I, I was young when Penny played, really young, but I could see I, – I still knew the impact that he had on this city and, and, and this university. And for him to, to be a, a kid who came out of Binghampton, uh, a tough a tough neighborhood here in the city, show that someone that these kids can look up to, to show that you can come out of Binghampton or, or somewhere like that and, and be a success story. Um, and I, I think for him to, to now be in this position, man, I think he gives – Less, like I said, not, not only kids in the city, but kids anywhere to know that you can come from a, a, a tough, tough surroundings and, and end up working your way out of it and doing something really special. I mean, I think it's someone you can really look up to. And you kind of talk about that, and I know uh, him and Alex have a, a, a special relationship. Kind of talk about that that bond that, that Alex has and the time that he, he spent with, uh, with Penny. Well, I mean, I think Penny, I think this, see, this, this go back to uh, Dez. Des Mayweather, rest in peace. Let's go back to yeah. Des uh, Mayweather. So, you know, Des Mayweather uh, gave Penn a phone call because, you know, I, this this is information that I received from you know some some other uh, sources. But uh, during the time I was, I had to go away for a little bit. You know, kind of everybody kind of know my story or whatever. They yeah. had read the story in the commercial appeal, so I had to go away for a few years. But uh, but when I did, uh, Coach uh, uh, Des stepped in in the picture. And he um he kind of like was you know coaching Alo first before Penny Hardaway got in the picture, so but Penny Hardaway kept <clears throat> hearing about the team that he has. So when he came and checked the team out, you know he kind of like seen uh, my son Alex get in. Was like, hey man, this this guy good. I think at the time I don't think Alex yeah. was starting, and I think Penny was like, why why he ain't starting? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I think he that's when he kind of discovered Alex and seen the talent that Alex had. And you know, and when you um, when you when you love basketball so much, and when you see somebody that got talent, and you can discover talent, you know, like, hey, 
this kid is special. And you have those type of kids out here that you, hey, this kid is special, you know, at a, at a, on a, you know, sixth grade level or a seventh grade level. You understand? So, you know, Penny kind of took likings to Alex's game and, you know, and, and the bond just built it from there, you know, and it's just they, they won the championship the first year in sixth grade, come back the, the following year. And it seemed like every year Alex's game progressed. Alex, got, he got bigger. You know, he, he's growing. He's getting bigger. His game developed more and more until, you know, it just got to the point to where, you know, you just you just seen the magic just, just happening right in your face like, man. And, and by the time Alex was in the uh, sixth, eighth, the eighth grade, he was on his third state championship, so you know, like it, it, it was just it, it was just a blessing, man. And we didn't think that we was going to go into high school and 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 you know go back to the state four years straight and win three yeah. out of the four. We didn't know that high school was going to turn out like that. So you know, it was just a blessing that that they did come back and because the first year in high school. I'm I'm gonna be straight up and honest, man. I don't know I don't know what was going on, man. And it was just like we was getting yeah. beat by thirty and twenties and yeah. by Overton and schools well, like that. And it was like it was amazing, man. And I was like, you know, hey, hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta keep going. But like I said, we still made it to the you know, we still made it to the state, but we didn't get a chance to make it past the first round, which was you know, it is it's basketball, you know, so we gotta take the bad with the good. So we just came back the 10th grade year stronger, he came back, got a gold ball, came back 11th grade year, got a gold ball, 12th yeah, grade year, which was 2018. <laughs> and now, now, um, as, as, as I done heard that they, they, they call it my son, the Michael Jordan of high school. So, I mean, I, oh, okay. I take that, I yeah. take it as a man, a compliment, man, with six rings, with six rings, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey man, that's, that's, that's a blessing. <laughs> that's, that's a big statement. That's a big statement to hear that, you know, to, to get that kind of title. So that's a big title. When you could compare it to Michael Jordan in high school, that's a big title, yeah. man. And, and that's an honor. You know what I mean? Because a lot of kids can't say that. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, it's just it's just a blessing. And you got to – and when it's a blessing, man, you got to take advantage of it and feel good and, and enjoy the moment, man, because this moment don't come, <clears throat> you know, so often. This, this is a real moment. And the moment is like, you know, it's, it's just coming. It's like overnight. You know, it's just – Overnight, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it, it, it's special, man. Three, three straight uh, state championships, man. That's something that you you don't see, man. And, and to be to be a part of that, man. I know Alex and his teammates and, and you and the rest of the parents have to be extremely proud, man, of what what they were able to accomplish. Like you said, it was rough that that freshman year, man. And they you went to state, uh, lost, but 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 came back, got better. Um, you can see Alex's game developing uh, year after year, man. And to win three straight, that's really special, man. Again, we talk with. Alex Lomax, see you, man. One, real quick, man, a couple no more before we get out of here, man. What, one big question that's, that's on everybody's mind, man. The, the University of Memphis has offered both uh, your son, Alex Lomax, and, and Tyler Harris. And in your opinion, uh, is there enough room for both, man, and can can they play together? Well, you know, in, in that sense right there, like, as far as that situation, I, I trust uh, I trust Coach Hardaway. Yeah, I, I trust his decision. So whatever whatever decision Coach Hardaway decided to make with with Alex and Tyler is I, I'm supported 100. percent And you know, and if Tyler come to University of Memphis and and Alex University of Memphis, hey, we got a, a Alex and uh, we got a Lomax. I take that back. 
we got a a halo in a first forty eight show going on. And you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, yes sir, I'm, I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the show, man. And, and you know, like I said, I, like I said earlier, I congratulate Tyler Harris for for the offer for getting the offer, and that's you know that's big. Um, you know, these opportunities come once in a lifetime, so you know you you just gotta know how to move on them and and take advantage of opportunities, man. Because I know Alex's gonna take advantage of his opportunity, and 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 that's that's what's going on. Yeah, I, I said the same thing with uh, my first guest earlier, Devin Walker. I I trust uh, Coach Hardaway's judgment, and I'm I'm a big proponent of, of, of talent. Uh, it, it, no matter what the position is, if you got talent out there on the floor, you can find a way to make it work. And, and Alex Lomax and I mean, Tyler Harris, I mean, one, I, I the think, most, most talented guys I've ever right. ever watched. I, they'll, they'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll most definitely make it work. You know, a lot of people, like you say, a lot of people, you know, doubt it. And a lot of people be like, man, you know, Alo played the uh, uh, point guard uh, uh, better than Tyler. Tyler played the point guard better than Alex. Alex. Alex have to play off the ball. Tyler gonna have to. Who gonna play yeah. off the ball? You know, you know. It's it's like I'm gonna tell you one thing for certain. Two things for sure. Tyler Harris is a scorer, man. He's gonna score, get buckets sure. from his heart. He's gonna get buckets on the college level. And I don't know why. You know, I don't know why everybody got something. You know, to say like on the college level <laughs> that he this and he that. Man, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get buckets. He's gonna get buckets, man. And I can say oh, that okay, I don't watch him play it. several times this year. I was gonna say I always say about Tyler, man. He wake up with ten points, man. He, like you said, he, 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 he gonna, he, gonna, he's gonna, gonna get with ten points. You can't you can't <laughs> stop him. And I'm gonna tell you something. I played a little ball myself, right? But I'm gonna tell you, Tyler was one of those players. And I tell Coach, Coach, I'm not holding him, Coach. Somebody else gonna have to get him, Coach. I'm not holding him. <laughs> you know, I you know, I hold him a few times. I I stick him a few times. As soon as he yeah. gets past me a few times, I don't want to. Hey, yeah, you're not gonna get past me no more because I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you no more. You ain't going to get past me no more. You know, I'm going to hey, coach, go ahead and put him on him, you know, and get, let me get him. You know, somebody a little bit slower. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but it's all good, man. Like, you know, Tyler's going to get buckets, man, first 48. And, you know, if if he joined the University of Memphis, that will be awesome, man, and it will be great. And it will be great for the city as well, not just University of Memphis. Exactly. Because we got our, we got our locals. And, you know, Coach Hardaway know what he's doing, and he know – how to make decisions based upon uh, recruiting. He's a he's a great recruiter, man. Great recruiter, man. And, and the kids, like I, I kind of heard the show earlier. I don't know what kid wouldn't want to join Mike Miller and Pena Holloway if they was in the squad room. That's what I'm saying. You man. know what you I walk, mean? Walk, 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 what the papers at? Six, seven, six, eight, walking into the living room, man. You gonna say no? No doubt. Two NBA players playing at the highest level, man. That's that's a that's a no that's, that's tough, man. To, to turn that down, but like you said, man, it's what it's all about, man, and this is what, what Memphis wanted, man, keeping Memphis, man, keep our local kids home, and, and Penny, we know Penny's going to do that, man, but, man, how, how soon can we expect a commitment, or can we get a commitment right here on TSR Live with, with Isaac Simpson? <laughs> well, look, you know, <laughs> man, you know, we all know, we all know the whole city, we, we you know, Penny just getting in, we all know that Penny's just getting settled yeah. as the coach, man, and it, things take, it's a process, and it takes time, because, hey, I'm 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 part of what's going. I'm waiting too myself. I'm ready for it. You know, yeah. so it, it, it's just a process right now at the moment, and uh, and you know I'm pretty sure it's the process is in the making, and they trying to you know get it together as soon as possible. So you know, it just it, right now it's just got to be patient, and you got to stay tuned. You know, yeah, definitely, man. I I really appreciate it, man. Great interview. Appreciate the emotion, man. Stories, man. No like doubt. I, said, I really enjoy 
enjoy watching Alex, man. Hopefully we'll be watching him uh, playing right here at the University of Memphis, man. I appreciate it, man. We're definitely – Definitely, man, reach out to have you on in the future, man. Great, great interview, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for taking the time to join man, us. Man, th- man, thank you. Thank you very much, man. And I want to give uh, – I want to say one more thing because, like, hey, Greg Marshall, I salute. Hats off to you once again. Definitely. I respect you, your family, and I, and I love you guys, man, and, and it's, it's been an honor, and I thank you for allowing me to be on the show. And, hey, oh, man, no problem, let's man. do it. University of Memphis, let's do it. Let's do it. Sure, let's go. Yes, sir. Go Tigers. All right, go, thank man. you. Thanks, Alex. Bravo. All right. Alex Lomax Sr., man, joining me here on TSR Live, man. Probably one of the best. I've been doing this, man, for, for about five or six years now, and that's probably one of the best interviews I've ever done, man. That, the raw emotion, man, you can tell how much uh, he cares for his son, the passion that he has for his son and, and, and what he's accomplished and, and how he's growing into to a young man. And like I said, you, you can see that in Alex, uh, watching him as far as, his passion that he said that he's had ever since he was little for the game of basketball. You can see that clearly in the way that he plays the game. Um, and, and like his dad said, for uh, for having, like I said, he I had to, had to go away for a while. Um, uh, but to be back uh, in his son's life and to have that passion, like I said, for, for what's going on, man, it, it's amazing, man. I really enjoyed that interview, um, like I said, and hopefully – Hopefully we'll we'll have Alex in, in a tiger uniform. I, I expect that uh, that's what's going to happen. But man, it, it would be amazing to to get to cover him, to continue to cover him here in Memphis. And like I said, when it comes to Penny, man, that, that's what it's all about. It's all about keeping these Memphis kids home. And that's one thing. It was just with Tubby Smith, like I said, man. I know a lot of people. A lot of people got on me as all the media just bashing Tubby, blah blah blah. But it was always it, it was never personal. Uh, I'm about to take uh, words out of. Uh, uh, my 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 guy, uh, uh, Mr. Lawson, always says uh, it, it ain't it ain't it, it's all business. It ain't nothing personal. And that's what it was. It was all business. Uh, with me, it didn't have anything to do with with Tubby as a person. Because like I said, Tubby is a great man, uh, excellent, great excellent old coach. Uh, really knows what he's doing on the sidelines. But when it came to everything else about being a Memphis head coach, coming in, he never really built those relationships. Like I said, when you go around the city talk to, to high school coaches, parents, uh, people on the AAU circuit. He just never seemed to to get it, to get it to build these relationships. Even if you you are on a lower-level high school team, doesn't really have any prospects, you still should go over there, introduce yourself, say, hey, Coach, I'm Tubby Smith. You know, I coach University of Memphis, man. Anything I can do to, to talk to you, build those relationships. And it just seemed like Tubby never never really really got that, uh, never really. Uh, John Cal Perry said it, said it great one time back when he was the coach here. Uh, he said, if you hug the city of Memphis, the city of Memphis will hug you back. And the, the city of Memphis was there reaching out for Tubby, but he just never seemed to hug him back. And like I said, man, it didn't work out. and moved on. And now uh, we have our native son, Penny Hardaway, as the head coach of the University of Memphis. And uh, I'm really proud, really proud of that. Um, you look at Penny, like I said, a kid came out of – got a tough, tough surroundings and being up in high school, out of Tretwell High School. Uh, like I said, man, amazing player on the high school level. I was really, like I said, really, really young when he played at the University of Memphis. But even at that young age, I could see the impact that he had on that program. With him and Larry Spence and the love that, that Tiger Nation in this city had for, for those teams. And for Penny, went on to the NBA, um, had some great years with the Lando Magic with, with Shaq. Uh, had some really tough injuries, blew one knee out. Next year, blew another knee out. Was never really the same player. But like I said, during that time, went to the, with the Dream Team, won a gold medal. Uh, continued to play, uh, even though 
uh, he didn't have the athleticism that he once had. Continued to play with the Knicks, Phoenix, played a little stand here with the Grizzlies. Um, but probably would have been one of the best players of all time if it hadn't been for the injuries. I mean, a special player just had that mix, just a triple-double, could do it all, um, athletic, dribble, uh, great passer, a good shooter. I mean, just could do it all. Um, you, and they, like, you haven't seen a lot of players like that. Um, and it's especially as far as, like, you look at LeBron James now, what he does. Um, he does a lot of that because of his size. Penny Hardaway could do a lot of those same things and wasn't even as big as LeBron James. Uh, it was just amazing to watch him play. And for those of you that were, were, were too young to, to watch him play in the NBA, man, I think you should go back. Watch that, uh, the magic moment, that 30 for 30, him and Shaq, uh, was fantastic. One of the best 30 for 30s. I think you should go back and watch that. He was also in a movie, Blue Tips with Shaq. Uh, that's, that's something, a great one that you should go back and watch. But uh, I'm really, really excited to have Penny here uh, as the head coach. Like I said, um, I think he shows that these kids in, in tough neighborhoods here in Memphis, uh, that like I said, out of Binghampton, can can make it. That you can do something. I think he's a living, breathing example of that. And if you're recruiting these kids, going to these homes, these kids' homes, especially in Memphis, know this story. Uh, they know what Penny Penny overcame. And to be able to, to teach that to to their kids, man, is is something that you you can't quantify. I mean, it's just just something that you can't can't quantify. And uh, that Penny is an example of that. He understands Memphis. He doesn't have to come in and build relationships with the people that he needs to build relationships with because he already has those relationships. I mean, it's just a home run on, on every level. And, and I don't think, like I said, I know a lot of people have talked about Penny not that we know they'll get the, he'll get kids in Memphis. Penny's going to go out there and get kids nationally. Like I've had Kentucky fans on there talking about what do y'all, do y'all think y'all not going to beat us for recruit DJ Jeffries is now committed to Kentucky. And will, will he decommit and come to Memphis? I don't know. But depending on the way, definitely gives you a shot at that. We, that wouldn't have happened. We couldn't even get in the door with D.J. Jeffries. I know D.J. Jeffries' dad, once upon a time, said he, he had talked to Tubby one time. Now, this is the best high school player in the city, and Tubby talked to his dad one time. That's what I'm talking about. There was just some kind of disconnect there. He, he, he just never never connected the way that he needed to, uh, and, and you definitely don't have to worry about that That with Penny Hardaway. Uh, Penny Hardaway, like I said, is just – just gets it on so many levels, and he, he fixes your two major problems immediately. Number one, he fixes your money problem. And ticket, the season tickets are flying out, flying out the ticket office right now. I think they said he went from like two employees to twelve at the ticket office over the last week. Tickets are flying, are flying out, out off the shelves, and you, and and your recruiting problem. And first day on the job, Alex Lomax decommits from Wichita State, and he's about to bring Alex Lomax in. Alex Lomax was once upon a time the top priority, okay, well, his first top priority, I should say, uh, for, for Tubby Smith. Couldn't get that done. Alex Lomax commits to Wichita State. First day on the job, Alex Lomax gets out of his letter of intent from Wichita State and appears to be on his way heading to the University of Memphis. First day on the job, fresh off the press conference, Penny Hallway is already getting that done. Man, how can you be against this? How can you not be excited about the possibilities that, that Penny Hardaway brings to this university, man. I'm excited about it, and it's going to be a fun time, man. You mix that with what Mike Norvell is doing with this football program, and it's going to be a great time uh, to be a Tiger uh, over the next several years and hopefully even longer than that uh, because it's been rough, man, Uh, the basketball program. It's been sad uh, seeing what this basketball program used to be 
Um, and like I said, I'm a lifelong fan, alum, uh, now cover the team. And to be in that arena on night, seeing eight, 900 people in there, arena holds 18,000, and you got 900,000 people in there. Um, and, and knowing what this program is to be, FedEx form rocking. Uh, I remember number one versus number two, Memphis and Tennessee, and what that was. People lined up around the building at 5 o'clock in the morning, games in the afternoon. People lined up around the building at 5 o'clock in the morning, ESP and game day here. Fire Marshal setting the FedEx form down for March Mad- Memphis Madness. We got to get back to that because that's what this program is supposed to be. This program is supposed to be that. This program is supposed to be competing on a national level in games and for recruits. And Penny, with, he even said it himself, with his Nike connections and his celebrities, it puts him on par with the Dukes, with the Kentuckys of the world. We're going to be on par recruiting with Duke in Kentucky. And that's where this program should be. I mean, with the commitment that they put in, that that man puts in money-wise, brand-new $25 million practice facility sitting over there, and we couldn't even get into the NIT. Something about that just doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. And this was the best move for this university. There's no doubt about it. I know a lot of people are saying this is not going to work, and it's going to work. I I just don't see any way this doesn't work because Penny is smart. Whatever his shortcomings are, he's going to make sure that he has that foundation around him to make sure that whatever he he falls short in, he's going to have somebody that helps him and picks him up um, in in those situations. And like I said, he's going to get the players. There's no doubt about that. And in this day and age, I think it's almost just even maybe even more important to have a guy that can get the players versus a guy that's a, a home run coach. Uh, if, if I, I take talent over – now, Josh Pastner was an outlier. Now, Josh Pastner was able to get talent, but for some reason, I, I don't even know. I, I could have coached, I think, some of those teams to a high level and Josh Pastner got them to. I don't know what his deal is and why he couldn't get more out of those players, but for some reason with him it just didn't work. But I would say that's abnormal. If you're recruiting – most people, if they're recruiting on that level, and then will be recruiting even a step higher than that, I think. If those, the guys that are recruiting on that level, you get that type of talent, most guys are going to win some basketball games. And, and when you look at this conference, uh, I think it's going to be – it was down this year, and I think it could be even down even more next year. I don't see any reason why Memphis won't be commit, competing at the top of the AAC and competing for an NCAA tournament berth next season. But that's, that's my spiel on Penny Hardaway. Uh, I, I think anybody that knows me or follows me on Twitter or anything knows my excitement knows this is what I've been pulling for uh, over the last year. And we're here, and I think it's a great time to be a Memphis Tiger. But if you want to jump in here, man, you can get in here at 917-889-9149. Again, that's 917-889-9149. Tiger Nation, if you want to jump in here, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if, if you're on board with this, if you're not on board with this, whatever your opinions are, whatever you want to talk about, recruiting, coaching staff, I'm here, man. I'll let you know what I'm hearing. Uh, but, again, one more time, their phone number is 917-889-9149, 917-889-9149. You can also hit me up on Twitter. Uh, it's at underscore Man K Podcast. Again, that's at underscore Man K Podcast. Now, it's something that I, that I, that I want to get into, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because uh, we definitely got some, some more important things to, to discuss. But if you want the latest and want to be ahead of the curve, um, so to speak, on Tiger Athletic News. TigerSportsReport.com is the place to go. No matter what you hear from, from some other people, there are some other websites out there that claim, claim they're the best, they're breaking news. 
Man, all you got to do is check out timestamps, check the timeline, check out credentials. Tiger Sports Report, RivalsTigerSportsReport.com is the best place to go if you want the news before anybody else has it. And you're lucky because right now we have our annual 901 promotion. And what is that, you ask? For $9.01. That's about $0.75 cent per month. You can have a full year of TigerSportsReport.com premium. $9.01. Sign up right now, right now to the end of the month. You can sign up for TigerSportsReport.com for $9.01 for your first year. That's only 75% a month. You can't beat that. But like I said, man, uh, over the, like over the, the there's, there's there's other sites out there that that some so for some reason portray that they they have the late breaking news. They they're always saying that we're stealing their news, stealing their information. That they're putting it out first, and, and just don't believe that. Don't believe that. Uh, and there was one specific incident. Uh, I mean, it was brought to my attention a screenshot of. A message that was up on their on their message board, and trust me, I, I didn't go to their website. That this was brought to my attention from someone else. They sent me the screenshot because why would I ever go to this this website when the only thing I'm going to see is a regurgitation of what we've had out a couple of days before? If you go over there, that's all you're going to see. It's stuff that we've had for two or three days that they're just now putting out. But this particular this particular message. Um, I think it was from an Iowa State fan, and it was pertaining to um, Iowa State commit four-star prospect, uh, 6'5", 210-pound small forward for 2018, four-star Taylor Horton Tucker. Now, this this kid is out of Chicago. I subsequently found out that he has family in Memphis. Now, it, it, us at TSR, uh, TSR.com was given intel that a couple of weeks before Penny got the job that there was a list of players that, he informed the admin and the boosters that he that he met with that he felt like he had an opportunity to get or he could possibly have a shot at getting. And Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, like I said, I would say he's committed to Steve From. He is committed and signed. I would say Taylor Horton Tucker was one of those players. Now, I, I've talked about this a lot on Twitter, and I've had a lot of Iowa State fans jump on me saying, oh, oh, where, where'd you get this? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying he can get this? Why are you, why are you saying this happen? Now, this particular post on this other website, I assume it was an Iowa State fan, said that th- this rivals guy, he's the same to me. Now, last time I checked, I did have a name. I do have a name last time I checked. But it said this rivals guy uh, is saying that this is still going to happen, that that basically saying that I was saying that Memphis was going to get Taylor Nord Tucker. Now, number one, that's incorrect because I never reported that, that it was going to happen. The only thing that I ever reported was that us at TSR, TigerSportsReport.com, had intel that Penny felt like this was a kid that he could possibly have a shot at. Never said he was going to commit. Uh, I had a lot of Iowa State fans saying, oh, well, that's 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 an infraction. Like, like, like he, he can't be talking to him right now. And I never, I never said he was talking to him right now. I said that us at TigerSportsReport.com had intel that Penny felt like this was a kid that he could possibly get. Never said he had con- contact with him right now. Never said anything to that like. But anyways, uh, this message on their message board was pertaining to Taylor Norton Tucker. Um, and, and the guy said, uh, this rivals guy, he's talking about me, obviously, said that this is still happening. And the person from that website responded, it's not happening. And 
that rivals God in their sight has been consistently wrong throughout this process. Now, <laughs> if if you if you follow me, and, and 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 I'm very open on Twitter. I'm not like some some media guys. I I interact with people all the time. You know, I'm accessible on Twitter. I talk and have conversations with the people because I feel like that's the best way to be. I like to engage with the fans and, and have debates and things like that. It's not, not personal at all. We might get into to, to heavy debates, but it's all all in, in sports and all in uh, me liking to interact with the people. But if you check our stats, we've been completely right throughout this process. And, and, and the thing that, that kills me is we put out a lot of this information first, and this website puts it out a couple of days later, and they seem to get all the accolades saying like they're out in front of all this information, et cetera, et cetera. And this person that said this also, number one, I, I deal with this person to, 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 at the end of media, at media events, games, et cetera, et cetera. And we've had all kinds of com- conversations throughout the year. This person that's now claiming that we've, we're wrong with everything we're saying, that we're stealing all the information, this person told me emphatically throughout the year, We've had several conversations about this, that no way, and I quote, there is no way that if Tubby Smith is relieved of duties, fired, leaves, or whatever, that Penny Hardaway would be the next coach at the University of Memphis. Said there was no way that that would happen. This person also told me there was no way that Penny could deliver James Wiseman. Now, can Penny deliver James Wiseman? That's yet to be seen. But I think there's a strong possibility that, that he could he could deliver James Wiseman. This person told me that there's no way Penny could name to bring James Wiseman. He has no shot at bringing D.J. Jeffries, et cetera, et cetera. We've had conversations about a lot of things. And pretty much everything that we've had a conversation about and that we've debated about, I've been right and he's been wrong on. But he gets, they get all the accolades. We just continue to break the news. But for some reason, they get all the accolades. They try to discredit us passively, aggressively. This is not the first time that I've been told of things that they've said on their site to take shots at us. Et cetera, et cetera. But like I said, man, if, if you want the late breaking news, com is the place to go. Like I said, the rest of the month, uh, to the end of the month, 901 promotion, you can get your first year of com premium for $9.01. Like I said, 75 cents per month. Man, you can't beat that. It's great content over there. Come over and get on the message boards, man. We always, always interacting with the fans. I say, myself and Brian Moss, who is the, the founder and editor of, of the website, we're always talking with the fans and always always have have the late breaking information, man. We work hard and like I said, man, check us out. It's a great website. And and I just wanted to just wanted to mention that. And like I said, I'm I'm not saying this person doesn't work hard because I believe they work hard. It doesn't have anything to do with that. But don't don't come out there and tell lies and, and, and try to discredit us. Because I say like I said, all you gotta do is check our timestamp. Check the time, man, check our check our credit. Check our credentials, man. We we have the we have the late the breaking information, and ninety nine percent of the time we're out. But for some reason, and a lot of times we don't get the credit for it. And like I said, for for some reason, I don't know why that's the way it is, but but that's the way it is, man. But I got a got a call online. Let's see what we got here. TSR Live. Hey, what's up, Isaac? This this is Rory, man. I've been following you for the last week or so. Been talking. We actually have been talking to you back yeah. and forth on Twitter. Yeah, and, man. Uh, how's it going? It's going okay, man. You have, you have, a, you have a great show, uh, and I do enjoy your work, man. I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about, but but anyway, man. Uh, uh, great interviews with with uh, 
Lomax Senior and uh, I guess it was Devin earlier today. Devin Walker. Yeah, um, Devin Walker earlier. Um, I'm gonna say this, man, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up and listen. I don't think there's any way that James Wiseman, DJ Jeffries, uh, go to Kentucky. I just don't see it. I think. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it, it's just obvious, man. They're not going to Kentucky. I just no, don't. I just don't I think they will. I mean, you can do. Those kids can do everything and anything they want to do at the University of Memphis. They're from this area. They they were born and raised here. They have roots here. Their families are here. I just don't see. And I think Tiger fans need just to relax, let Penny work, let him do what he does, and just enjoy the ride right now, and don't worry about what could happen next year. But I'm gonna say it right here on your show. I don't think DJ Jeffries goes to Kentucky, and I don't think James Wiseman goes to Kentucky. Uh, I, I just don't see it, man. It's going to be back to the days to where it's going to be really hard. Coaches are going to be skeptical about coming into into the city in yeah. and trying to get players out. That's what's going to happen. So anyway, man. I mean, you even have with Josh. Josh got players to stay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Josh got finish. players to don't stay. Finish, yeah. So so I think Wiseman stays here. I think DJ Jeffrey stays here. I think ultimately uh, Tyler Harris stays here. Um, now, if they're offering him more playing time at Baylor, then that you know maybe he does go. Yeah. But just in the future, I just don't see guys leaving and going to Kentucky. I think those days are over with. I think you know Cal knows that, and I've heard some stuff about him possibly leaving and, and doing some other things after this year. Um, they're they're in a dogfight right now with K State. But anyway, yeah. man, you you have a great show, man, and uh, man, and, and I'm I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna hang up and listen. If if Tyler Harris does come, and, I, and that's the one person I say may not come because of the yeah. the, the situation. It's just timing with yeah, him. It, it would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's just timing with him. And if he does decide to leave, I mean, I wish him nothing but the best. But I, it's, it's I think it's fifty fifty with him. But with the other guys, I don't think they ever play for Kentucky. That's just my opinion. But I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna hang up and listen. If he comes okay. to Memphis, I, I believe him and, and Alex Lomax can play together. I mean, this is not the NBA. This is college basketball. Um, so I think that they can they can actually coexist and play together. I'm going I'm to see what you think about it. I'm going to hang up and listen. Man, you have a great show. Man, I appreciate it. Thanks, Roy. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with, with, with Roy on, on a lot of points there. Uh, first off, before we get to the second question, uh, I agree with him on, on James Wiseman, and especially James Wiseman and, and DJ Jeffries as well. Uh, with James Wiseman, you got to look at the fact James Wiseman was at one of the most prestigious high schools or, or private schools in, in the country, not just in the state of Tennessee. And Penny Hardaway got him to move him and his whole entire family moved down to to Memphis to go to East High School, and not to. Not to, to to take a shot at East High School or anything, but like I said, from one of the most prestigious private schools in the country to come down to play for 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 a city school in East High School, the kid is gonna be a one and done anywhere. At least he thinks he's gonna be one and done. Why would you leave Memphis and, and go to Kentucky? Your family's already here. Like you said, you you said that Penny was your mentor, and you left Nashville to come to Memphis to play for him. Now he's left East High School. He's gonna be. 
a head coach on the Division One level. You got a chance to to continue to play for him. You want a state championship with him this year. Why would you leave here for one year, possibly more than likely, to go to to go to Lexington, Kentucky, when you can keep the feeling the reason why you came down here with Penny Hardaway over at the University of Memphis? It just doesn't make any sense. I, 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 when, as soon as Penny got that job, that's the reason why I always – I talked about this when I talked about it all year. I didn't see any way Penny would get the job at the University of Memphis and James Wiseman not follow him there. Now, the news came out today. We, we speculated. There's been a lot of speculation on whether James Wiseman reclassified for 2018. I know Kentucky wanted him to. I know Penny wanted him to. And the word was he didn't want to. The word came down today that he's not. He's going to stay at East High School and play it out for the 2019 year. You could you could tell during the state championship uh, that he he was really enjoying playing playing in high school, and playing with his high school teammates. I respect that because most kids I think would have jumped and went to D1 level thinking about that money uh, that he could be making in 19 in the NBA. But I respect that. But but I don't see any way James Wiseman goes to Kentucky. DJ Jeffrey says the fact that he's already committed to Kentucky makes it a little bit more dicey. But if I had to put my thoughts on it, I would say 60-40, 60% that D.J. Jeffries decommits and come to Memphis. Because, I mean, that relationship that he has with Penny, this is not like this is some kid, just a Memphis kid, and has no connection with, with Penny. Penny and D.J. Jeffries and his family have a strong connection. And, and why would he leave and go to Lexington, Kentucky? Like I said, he could be a one-and-done guy, two-and-done guy as well. His family is here. He can stay right here at home and play right in front of his family. I don't see any reason why he would leave to go to Kentucky either. Um, but that, that's my thoughts. I agree with Rory on that. As far as Tyler and Alex, uh, like, like I said earlier with, with Devin, uh, I'm a I'm a believer in, in talent and that talent wins out. And if you've got talent, and Alex Lomax and Tyler Harris are both extremely talented, that you'll find a way to make it work. And I know you even got Jeremiah Martin in the mix. But if you got talent, uh, you can make it work. And I know Scott Drew is, is saying this selling the same exact thing in Tyler right now. Well, you got Jeremiah Martin there. You're going to have Alex Lomax there. What about the playing time? Well, you can come here and be the guy. And and that might work. Like I said, he might decide that, that, that the playing time is more important you go to Baylor. But if I'm if I'm Penny, and, and Penny does have a relationship with Tyler, and, and we know how much Penny means to these kids in the city. If I'm Penny, I'm telling Tyler, okay, you're going to have Alo here. You're going to have Jeremiah here and you'll be here this year. But in 2019, it's going to be the Alex Lomax and Tyler Harris show. And when, when I look at Tyler, uh, Tyler, Tyler Harris and Alex Lomax, I think they can play together because, number one, Tyler's 5'9", a smaller guard. He's a scorer. Alex Lomax is, is that floor general. He can get you buckets as well. But, but Tyler Harris, like I said, he's a walking bucket. Like I said, when he gets up, he has 10 points when he gets out of bed in the morning. So when you got a scorer and a guy that's a floor general, I mean, it might be a liability on defense, uh, but with that, with that talent and their scoring ability, you can find a way to make that work. So, so, so if if I'm Tyler and and I want to play for Penny Hardaway, I'm committing to the University of Memphis, and like I said, they'll they'll find a way to make it work. And in 2019, like I said, Jeremiah Martin will, will have graduated, and, and like I said, it'll be the Tyler Lalo show. Um, and I think I think they can make it work, but I'm a big proponent of talent. And if, if you have talent, you can find a way to make it work. The TSR Live. TSR Live. Yeah, sorry about that. I guess I guess I lost them. But uh, yeah, man, back to what, what I was saying, man. I think Tyler Harris and, and Alo can definitely work 
on the same team together. But uh, I want to want to take a look at this roster. And, and we know um, I talked a little bit about this with, with Devin earlier. Uh, we know that Nippus has APR issues. If you're not not familiar with what the APR is, it's the Academic Progress Report. And when you have players transfer, that number drops. And if it gets to a certain level, and and, and we're not really sure what that what that level is, what all goes into that, the NCAA can actually um, sanction you and, and allow you not to go to the tournament, put a ban on you for a year if your APR drops to a certain level. And over the years, we've had all these guys transfer out under Josh Pastor, and we've had these guys transfer out under Tubby Smith. So now they find themselves in a bit of an APR situation. So Penny can't come in and just clean house. Uh, but a lot of these guys are going to stay. And Penny met with the team this afternoon. Um, have, I haven't got any intel on, on what came out of this meeting just yet. But uh, you can make educated guess on, on how this thing is going to go. Um, but when you look at this current roster, Jeremiah Martin, a, a kid who we saw uh, flashes of development last year, um, and we, we felt he was going to have a big year this year, but I don't think anyone thought that he was going to be the AAC leading scorer. I mean, this kid really, really took off this year. And I, I give Subby Smith a lot of credit for that. And a lot of people said uh, earlier in the year that this was just a product of him basically being the only, quote-unquote, real player on this team. But I think he showed throughout the year that this wasn't a fluke. Uh, this kid can really go. Uh, Jeremiah Martin really, really developed his game and became an excellent player, and there's no doubt that Jeremiah Martin will be a member of the Memphis Tigers basketball team in 2018-2019. So there's no question about that. Jeremiah Martin, 100% Stone Cold Lock, will be on the team. I think the next player that you have to look at is Kevin Davenport, uh, one of the JUCOs that, that Tubby Smith brought in. is a big, uh, kind of slight in size, uh, kind of plays bigger because of his athleticism and long arms length. Um, had a great year uh, for this team. There was some talk. Um, I, I talked with him. There was some talk of him possibly wanting to go back to Georgia. Uh, there was in, in, uh, in, in play. There was back when uh, Tubby Smith was still here. Now, I'm not sure where his head is, but I'm sure Penny talked to him today, and I'm sure Penny wants him here uh, because coming in the first year, like I said, you, you don't want to get a completely new team. You need some guys that, that have already done it. Uh, on this D1 level, and Kevin Davenport shows that he's a, a high-level D1 quality player, and Penny needs him here, and I'm hoping that he decides to stay here because they're already short on bigs, and it would be a big loss if Kevin Davenport did decide to leave, but I think Kevin Davenport is here. He's definitely here if he wants to be here. So we got Jeremiah Martin and Kevin Davenport. Next player I want to talk about is Jamal Johnson. Um, and I kind of, when I talked on Sunday, I, I kind of thought, that Jamal Johnson would be a candidate to transfer. But looking at the from the press conference, Jamal Davenport, I mean, Jamal Johnson, Jamal Davenport. Jamal Johnson was right there, was all smiles, and seemed to, to really be enjoying the festivities. Uh, Jamal Johnson's dad, former NBA player Buck Johnson, was an, a, a big supporter of Tuffy Smith. Um, I think after that ECU loss, even during the time when Jamal Johnson was struggling, he came out in full support of Tuffy, said he enjoyed really – liked the job that Tubby was doing with his son and the team overall. So with kind of with the way things went down with Tubby, I kind of felt like maybe they would be dated a little bit about this administration and might decide to transfer. But from everything I've heard, people I've talked to, and seeing the, the reaction of Jamal Johnson at the, at the Penny press conference, I think Jamal Johnson is a Tiger next year. 
Um, I thought that he would be a candidate for transfer, but especially when you look at the APR situation, I think Jamal Johnson is back. Uh, the next guy we got to talk about is, is Rainier Thornton. Uh, Rainier Thornton was, I think, the guy that of the JUCOs that before the season most people thought would come in here and be the best of them. You know, it ended up being keeping Davenport in the long run, but I thought, I think most people thought uh, Rainier Thornton would be that guy. Really struggled early in the season. You could kind of see that tug of war going on between him and Tubby. Tubby couldn't really figure out how he wanted to use him. Uh, Rainier might have wanted to do some things that Tubby wouldn't allow him to do, and, and vice versa. Um, even got in the doghouse at one point. Had pretty much fallen out of the, out of the rotation at one point middle of the season. Uh, but when Jeremiah Martin went down with the broken foot uh, for about three or four games, they really stepped up. I mean, from the three-point line, man, I asked him, asked him about it after one game. I think he had some stretch where he went like eight of nine, something crazy like that. Asked him about the game, man, where's this this newfound three-point shooting come from? And he said, man, just sticking around, man, getting up extra shots, um, and, and it's just paying off. And he showed some flashes of it. Now, he kind of reverted back to – his old self later on in there and into the conference tournament. But he showed some flashes that he could be the player that we thought he could be going into the season. And like I said, being short of bigs, I think Rainier Thornton definitely, definitely will be a Memphis Tiger next year. Um, another big man that we talked about with lack of big man, Mike Parks Jr., a guy who early in the season in non-conference, of course, in the schedule, uh, we were asking ourselves, why is this guy still starting? Why is somebody playing this guy? Now, he's basically starting him and playing him out of necessity because Kareem Azab was still working himself back into shape, and we know that of the talent level, not not to knock Kareem Azab or anything, but he's not really a guy that you want to play major minutes. So Mike Parks wasn't really giving him anything early in non-conference schedule. Conference play rolls around, Mike Parks Jr. takes off and really becomes that inside post presence that this team has lacked. And like I said, with not having many bigs, there's, uh, Mike Parks, you have to bring Mike Parks back. Uh, I don't think there's any way that he's going unless he decides to transfer on his own. Mike Parks Jr. will be a member, member of the Memphis Tigers next year. Now, off the bench, you got Kareem Bruton Jr., um, a kid who up and down, um, really streaky, uh, games where the two big game winners um, this year hit one against Tulsa in the AAC tournament, uh, hit one in a big win uh, at Temple, um, has a knack for hitting big shots, really stepped in and played admirably. Uh, when Jeremiah Martin went down, and I think you you bring him back as well. Uh, so so that, that's five guys right there that's back. The guys that I don't think will be back. Uh, hashtag free Malik Malik Rose, uh, who who kind of played well down the stretch, but I think regardless of what happened, I think Malik Rose is going to be out of here. One guy that that's something that that I'm on the fence about it is, is David Nickelberry, uh, guy who really didn't get along with Tubby. Uh, him and Tubby. Has had some battles all year. I mean, Joe on the sideline, you're sitting down in press row, you're privy to all this stuff, and you, you see him arguing back and forth with the assistants. The assistants have to calm him down when Tubby takes him out of the game, et cetera. There, there was no way that Tubby returned that David Nickelberry is going to be on this roster. But now that that pity's the coach. Uh, you look at Nickelberry, now he does need to work on his lateral quickness and his defense. But you look at his offensive potential, the size of a guy who could really handle the basketball, uh, at six eight could be that point forward. Kind of shades of a, a, a extremely poor man's Penny Hardaway. I think Penny will think that he's a guy that, that he can work with and develop, and especially only being a freshman. Um, if I'm Penny, I'm bringing – and if he wants to be back, I'm bringing David Nickelberry back. Um, but I think Malik Rhodes uh, is out of here. Uh, Victor Eno, 
think is out of here, and Kareem Vazab, I think, are out of here. So that opens up six scholarships. Um, and I'm not sure, like I said, how those six guys uh, being uh, – how those three guys being gone, would that be enough to put them in the danger zone of uh, of being put on probation because they be are? I'm not sure. But you look at that six scholarships. Now, who who could fill those scholarships? But, again, if you want to jump in here real quick, man, while I'm on, a, on my rant here, uh, you can jump in here at 917-889-9149. Again, that's 917-889-9149. Tommy Smith had two commits, Myron Jones, four-star guard out of Lincoln Prep uh, down in Lithonia, Georgia, uh, as well as Connor Vanover, who plays for Finley Prep. Uh, both subsequently decommitted after the firing of Tubby Smith. So if those three guys go on, Malik Rose, Victor Eno, and Kareem Azab, that opens up three more scholarships. They already had three. So that's six scholarships open. And you think about, okay, Alex Lomax, that's one scholarship. I think I think Penny gets it done with Tyler Harris. Uh, the fact that he came out immediately and offered Tyler uh, when when it appeared that Alex Lomax was imminent that he's going to be a Tiger, I think that shows the commitment and how much he wants Tyler here. Now, Scott is going to put the press on him. No doubt no about, about that. You think we're talking about the log jam at the guard position here. You know you know Scott Drew's selling that on Tyler right now. But I think in, at the end of the day, I think I am Young Ty on Twitter. Hashtag I am Young Ty. Uh, I think he ends up a Memphis Tiger. Um, and like I said, and it's going to be interesting to see how it works. But obviously, with, with Penny offering, he thinks he can make it work. And like I said, I'm not a proponent of having too much talent. If you got talent, you'll find a way to, to, to make that talent fit and work. I think I, I trust Penny's judgment on this one. And I would love to see Halo, Tyler Harrison. Jeremiah Martin all here. I'm selfish, man. Give me all the talent. But I think Tyler Harris ends up a Memphis Tiger, so that's two scholarships. Uh, if you look at who else uh, Penny Hardaway could bring in, um, Parker Stewart is a kid who who played for Team Penny. Um, he committed to Pitt, played for Pitt this year, uh, averaged 9.1 points per game, 3.3 rebounds per game, one assist. 38.6% from three on almost six attempts per game, getting 6'5", 190 pounds, uh, a two-guard. Uh, played for Team Penny, originally from Union City, Tennessee. Um, subsequently asked for his release and was granted uh, that release when Kevin Stalin, I think Parker Stewart, uh, have been trying to trying to reach him and trying to text with him. I uh, haven't gotten any answers back. Um, he's he's kind of gone dark on me. But I think, I think Parker Stewart will be uh, – a, a member of this team, and, and I would love it. So he's not—he's not the most athletic kid, but he brings you good size. That, like I said, six-five at a two-guard position, really skilled and a really, really great shooter. And you can never have too much shooting on a basketball team. And he could be that guy. You add him with Jamal Johnson. Like I said, a lot of guards here. Team's gonna be really guard-heavy, but you add him and Jamal Johnson there, man. Then I, I think that uh, that 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 guy could really be a fit because he really come in and and shoot the cover off the basketball. Um, interesting. A bit of information came out last night. Uh, Andre Jones, a 6'4", 195-pound shooting guard, um, was the leading scorer for Arkansas Little Rock last year. He also played for Team Penny. Came out last night that he's playing on transferring. Now, that that was the interesting timing for that. Um, but he was, he was UALR's leading scorer last year. 12.3 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 2.4 assists. And like I said, uh, did play for Team Penny 
once upon a time, and, and it's announced that he's going to transfer now. Uh, I haven't heard anything concrete that it's going to be Memphis, but it is interesting timing. Now, he would have to sit out a year. But if he does come aboard, um, what you got? I said Tyler Harris, Alo, Parker Stewart, Andre Jones. That would be four scholarships. Um, Jason Hardaway is Penny Hardaway's son. Now, we've talked about this. I was ahead of the curve on this one, talked about that if Penny got the job, Jaden Hardaway would be a member of this roster. Uh, Jaden Hardaway didn't grow up with Penny, grew, grew up with his mom down in Florida. Penny brought him up a couple of years ago to East High School um, and, and was kind of raw at that point. Um, people call him a poor, poor man, Penny Hardaway. Kind of raw at that point. Uh, left East, uh, went back to Florida, went down to IMG Academy, was a teammate of Anthony Simons who today declared for the NBA draft. Um, and that, that's another story. I'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, but really, he really developed his game. He's become a better player, and he was at the press conference um, actually on Tuesday. But but I said a couple weeks ago that if Penny got this job, Dayton Hardaway would be a member of this roster, whether it was on scholarship or as a walk-on. But with the amount of scholarships open, I think Penny would put him on scholarship, and that would be five right there. Another name I'm hearing is Connor Crabtree, um, a 6'6", 200-pound two-guard, uh, plays for Hargrave Military Academy in Virginia. Um, I've actually heard rumors that I'm not sure what the connection is, but I've heard, I've been told that Connor Crabtree could be uh, a commit uh, for the University of Memphis. So uh, you're looking at that, a lot of guards, man, but still light on big. Uh, we were hoping that possibly James Wiseman re- reclassified could kind of kind of solve that big problem. But it's like, again, as they were in the Tubby Smith, not going to be heavy on bigs. A lot of depth at the guard position if this thing plays out the way I think it could. Uh, but, but those are some of the names that I think you can see filling some of those scholarships. Now, uh, I, talked, I talked a second ago about Anthony Simons. Uh, you saw Mark Giannato's article. Uh, Anthony Simons was actually – you knew he was named after Penny, but a little tidbit out, out of Giannato's article, he's actually Penny's godson as well. Uh, that's something that came out of that. Um, and so we thought that Penny had a great shot at him, and I think you have to think that if Anthony Simons had decided to go to college, Memphis – would be the spot, but today um, it was announced that he hired an agent. Um, it's going to enter NBA draft, I assume. Must have got some intel that he'd be a first-round pick. And like I said, man, I can't blame the kid. If you can get that guaranteed money, man, you gotta you gotta go and get it. Um, jumped in some mock drafts. I think I saw one this morning that had him going 19th overall. So, man, go get that money, young man. I can't can't knock it for that. I would love to have seen him in the, at the University of Memphis, but can't knock a kid for for doing what's best uh, for his family. Um, but uh, as I reported this afternoon, um, I was told that Mike Miller um, indeed was over at the University of Memphis to meet with Penny Hardaway about a spot on staff. I had heard early in the week that Mike Miller would not be a part of the staff, but um, he did meet with Penny this afternoon, and I think it would be fantastic. Uh, I know some has asked the question of would would Mike Miller really be willing to do the work uh, uh, to 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 be an assistant coach, and the way I look at that is, I know that Mike Miller wanted to, wanted to get into coaching, and if his long term goal was to be a D one head coach, you look at Penny Hardaway, you look at the questions that people had about him, about a first time being a first time, never been an assistant, et cetera, et cetera, jumping in to be a D one head coach. Mike, out of all the pool that Mike Miller has, his world, worldwide notoriety, et cetera, et cetera, he's not Penny Hardaway. And if people question Penny Hardaway that much, 
I don't see Mike Miller getting a job at any real D1 school without having that uh, bench experience. So if he wants to, his long-term goal is to be a D1 head coach, um, I, 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 can, I think he might have to, to jump in here, and I think he's jumping on a winning train here with Penny. And, and you look at Mike Miller, man. You have Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller, two guys, six, seven, six, eight, Memphis gear on, walking into your living room. How are you going to say no to that? Just like, like when we talk with Alex Lomax, see you, man. I, that, that's, hard, that's hard to say no to. And then you can, might even add Larry Brown to that. And I know that ruffles some feathers here among the Tiger, Tiger Nation fan base. But uh, Mike Miller's name carries some weight. And like I said, one thing about Mike and that I really love about Mike is Mike played for the Grizzlies, left here, went to a couple of a few other teams, played for the Grizzlies again, left again, and still since, since he's retired, you can find him around Memphis everywhere. Still always own the home here and really embrace the city of Memphis. And one thing that, like I talked about earlier, if you embrace Memphis, Memphis embraced you. And Mike is a Memphian. Might not have been born here, might not have been raised here, but he decided to stay here, and I, I always give him a lot of credit for that. And I, I think he's connected with M33M, has his AAU team, um, and he's connected to players, and he can walk in and sell these kids on. He can teach you how to get there because he's done it. He's played in the NBA. He's, played in the NBA. he's done it. He's played at the highest level, and, and there's, there's no substitution for that. So if Mike Miller, I, I, I can see Mike Miller walking through a high school gym and kids taking notice of that. Because, number one, he's 6'8". So it's not like he's, he's not normal size. He's 6'8", walking to high school gym. And, and people in Memphis know Mike Miller. And people's parents in Memphis know Mike Miller. Mike Miller going in, into these kids' homes, they know who Mike Miller is growing up uh, and, and following the Grizzlies over, over the last decade or so. So I, I think Mike Miller would be a great addition to the staff. Um, and, I, and I think he could pay dividends in recruiting. Because I think, like I said, Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller walking into a living room that's a pretty tough duo right there. Uh, Tony Madlock um, is already on staff, and Tony is a guy who has over 20 years of college coaching experience at Ole Miss. Uh, he was the interim after Kennedy stepped down this year. Worked under Tony Barber during his stint at Auburn. Uh, also coached at UTEP and Arkansas State, as well as his alma mater right here in the city of Memphis, Tennessee, Merrill's High School. Uh, Tony, Tony Madlock from Memphis, played for the University of Memphis. Like I said, I'm a big proponent of keeping it Memphis. And the thing about Tony, excuse me, knows this recruiting area, knows Memphis, born and raised here, been here, um, co- coaching down at Ole Miss, is recruiting this area. Um, and and, and it's, it's somebody that Penny, tr- Penny trusts. And I think that's why it's the first guy that he hired, uh, played, played here at the University of Memphis with Tony. And I think it's someone that you trust. And it's always important to have that guy on your bench that, that you trust. And Tony knows this area. Um, is, a, is a really hard worker, and I think it's going to also pay dividends on Penny Hardaway's staff. Now, I think that if you hire him, you hire Mike Miller, the, the, the guy that you're missing. Now, from, from everybody I've talked to, Faraji Phillips, uh, White, Whitehaven head coach, is it, going to have some part on the staff. I don't think it'll be as, a, as an assistant. I think it'll be as a, a, probably in the ops role. Uh, I, I think that's where Faraji Phillips end up. But from everything I've heard, Faraji Phillips is a lot to, to be – to have a role on this staff. But I think you got to bring in that veteran guy. We've had we heard names, Murray Bartow, who's the, the interim coach, son of, of legendary late great Dean Bartow, was the was the interim coach down in South Florida. Uh, Paul Hewitt, who coached at uh, George Mason and, and, and Georgia Tech, who is a really great man, veteran coach, over 300 career wins, 
uh, is known as a guy that, that does things the right way, well-respected, kind of in that, in that Tubby Smith role, uh, mole, I think would be a great addition. And I know a lot of people are against Larry Brown. And I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Larry Brown. And, and I, think, I think this thing is real. It looked like it was dead there for a minute. But if you look at the, and, and break down Penny's press conference, no one asked him about Larry Brown. But he specifically brought up Larry. He was asked who was his, his favorite coach that he played for, and that's Larry Brown. It was his answer. Nobody asked him about it. I don't think that was a coincidence. I think he purposely brought up Larry Brown. And in subsequent interviews this week, he has said that he would love for, for Larry Brown to have a role on his team and with his program in some capacity, but he would have to talk to, to Tom Bourne about it, which he's going to believe that Tom Bourne is not 100% on board. I, I, like I talked about earlier, I don't think Tom Bourne was 100% on board with the Penny Hardaway hire. I think if it was up to Tom Bourne, uh, Tubby Smith would still be the head coach of the University of Memphis. Uh, the Penny Hardaway thing is, was a David Rudd and Booster thing. Tom Bourne, this was not a Tom Bourne thing. Uh, so let, let, let's get that out there. Uh, but I think Larry Brown, and Larry Brown did an interview uh, earlier this week as well and said that he would be open to do whatever Penny wanted him to do. I mean, he's talked about Penny over the, over the last several months and talked about how much respect for him he was, and he's one of the players that he enjoyed coaching the most. Most, I think you've seen how much respect and how much love Larry Brown has for Penny Hardaway, and it seems like that's reciprocated. So I, I think Larry Brown's going to be a member of the staff if Tom Bowen okay's it. If, if Penny, if he allows Penny to do it, I think your staff is going to be Larry Brown, Mike Miller, Tony Tony Madlock, and for Roger Phillips in the off row. And I think that's a, a, a great chance of how this ends up playing out. And I don't have a problem with Larry Brown. Because like I said, I know he's three for three with sanctions, but you look at it, so much knowledge, so much wealth, uh, the guy that he can give. It's almost like you'd have a Huey Brown. He's like having a, an encyclopedia, looking down your bench and having a basketball encyclopedia sitting there. I mean, the guy has so much so much knowledge. Like, like I said, a lot of that stuff that went down at SMU, I mean, I know he's the proprietor of the program if you're the head coach, but some of that stuff was his assistant. And it's just – I don't think Penny Hardaway doesn't need Larry Brown to help him recruit. If you if you got Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller, and especially when you're talking about recruiting Memphis kids, I think Penny will recruit nationally as well. But if you talk about recruiting Memphis kids, they don't need Larry Brown to go in homes to help them recruit. And if he's on staff, they can always – people know that he's on staff and they can tell that we got this great experienced head coach here on the bench as well when they go in the homes. They can tell them that Larry Brown – doesn't have to go out on the road to recruit. So I think it would be great for Penny to have that resource, a guy with so much knowledge, so much experience from the, the NBA level to teach kids how to get it, get to the NBA level, and has done it at the highest level in NCAA D1 level as well. I think it would be fantastic to have Larry Brown on that bench and a staff of, of Penny Hardaway, Mike Miller, Larry Brown, Tony Matlock, and for Roger Phillips. I think that's a, a fantastic staff. And if, if I had my druthers, that's the way that I hope that it plays out. Um, but, man, it's been a great night, man. And I would really want to thank, uh, first off, uh, Alex Lomax Sr., man, for, for joining me, man. A great interview. Like I said, I've been doing this for a while, five or six years now. And that that, that that's up there, man. It, I think that might be the best interview that I've ever done, man. So much raw emotion. You can tell the love that he has for his son, that, that story where – 
like I said, we're not going to get into it. Everybody, if you, you read the commercial appeal article, you know his story. Had to go away for a while, and uh, Death and Mary, Mary Weatherland, uh, rest in peace, and, and Penny Hardaway stepped in and filled that void there while he was going away. But he's come back, man, and you can see the love and support uh, that he gives Alex and, and the great upbringing that Alex has had. You, you can just see it um, from watching from afar. Uh, you can see how, how great of a young man he is, and you can see the passion and the love that he has for the game, and, and you can see the passion and love from his family and how much they care about Alex and want him to succeed. So I really appreciate, man, Alex Lomax Sr. If you're still listening, man, shout out, man. Thank you again, man, for, for joining me. I also want to thank uh, 1990 ESPN's Devin Walker. Always enjoy having him on the program and his insight. He's plugged into this as well. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be fun times, man, here uh, for Memphis. I mean, we got Tiger football rolling already. And I think Tiger basketball is going to be rolling here. Like I said, when I look at the, the potential players that Penny could bring in, I even think Tubby had a shot at an NCAA tournament next year with these juniors coming back, um, these, these juniors coming back, these Juco players coming back being seniors. But you add uh, Alex Lomax, uh, a Tyler Harris to this, uh, a Parker Stewart, and some of the other guys that I mentioned. And, and you got these Juco's coming back for their senior year, Jeremiah Martin coming back from his injury. I don't see any reason why this team can't be in the NCAA tournament next year. I hate to set the bar too high, but, I mean, you look at this conference. It was down this year. They finished fifth this year. It was down this year. It's gonna, I think it's going to be even down more next year with a lot of the top players graduating. Wichita State, Cincinnati, with a lot of guys graduating. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I don't see any reason why this team can't be competing at the top of the conference. I would honestly be a little bit disappointed if this thing goes the way I think it goes and they don't make the NCAA tournament next year. And I and I, I know that people are nervous about putting the high expectations on Penny. We saw what happened with Larry Finch um, and, and later in his his coaching career and how that, that relationship soured. But I just don't see that happening with Penny. This is a different deal. I mean, this is Penny Hardaway we're talking about. Nobody, no other player outside of Michael Jordan has sold more shoes than, than Penny Hardaway. And people ask the question, is Penny Hardaway still relevant? Man, Jerez, shout out to Jerez Deshaun, man, with the with the Hardaway song, man. They got a it's a rap song out right now, Jerez Deshaun Hardaway. Uh that's one of the most the popular songs out right now. It was number one on the Billboard rap billboard charts. I know the last time I checked. Man, Penny Hardaway is still relevant. Kids want the pennies. When the phone posits come out, man, they can't even get them, man. They they're selling off the shelves. Man, Penny is still relevant. These kids know who Penny Hardaway is. I was talking with Keith Easterwood. He talked about how when, when he was at the gyms with Penny, these kids, man, you know Penny? You know Penny? Where's Penny at? When Penny walks in the gym, everybody stops paying attention to the game and turn around looking at Penny. And people know who Penny is. Penny was a trendsetter, uh, was kind of ahead of his time. You look back at that era, and guys like Penny Hardaway, maybe a guy like Grant Hill, were kind of ahead of their time with the kind of players they were. You you don't see that. You you didn't see that then. Um, those guys would really, could really translate now into today's Martin era. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's, it's lasted so long. And like I said, the retro thing has really, really kept Penny alive, man, because the Penny's, Penny's are selling off the shelves right now. Um, and you, when the phone pops come out, three, three and $400 shoes, man, Penny Hardaway. Kids know who Penny Hardaway is, and he's such a legend here in the city of Memphis that I, I just don't see any way uh, that this does not work. But, again, man, before I get out of here, um, again, I want to thank Alex Max Sr., like I said, man, the raw emotion uh, that he showed – during that interview, uh, really great. And I really, really want to thank him again. Can't stress enough how much I thank him 
for joining me. Hopefully we get a chance to, to continue to watch Alex right here in the city of Memphis. Man, build that gate around Memphis, man. man we used to have that gate around Memphis, and we want to got to put that gate back up. I mean, we had coaches in here coming in here setting up tents. Uh, Greg Marshall. Um, Larry Brown came in here and got players when he was at SMU. I mean, players coming in just getting our players out of here, and Memphis wasn't even in, in competition. That's about to stop with Penny Hardaway. Cal's not coming in here and easily getting these players. He might get some because he's John Calipari's Kentucky, and, and they have their reputation. But they're not going to get all of them. And then the ones they get, they're not going to get them without a fight. Uh, they're not going to come running here and, and just snatch kids easily, setting up houses, setting up tents in here like they've been doing over the last several years. That's about to come to, come to an end because Memphis is back, man. Penny Hardaway is the guy to lead this program in, in, into the new era, and I'm excited. Couldn't be more excited, man. It's going to be fun. Like I said, Mike Norvell, football program rolling over there, and the basketball program is about to get going. Um, I expect a commitment from Alex Lomax here pretty soon. Wanted to get a commitment here on TSR Live. Couldn't couldn't get it done, but I think, everybody, I think it's, as I said about Penny Hardaway becoming the next coach on Sunday, I think Alex Lomax to Memphis is the best-kept secret in the universe right now. I think we'll get a commitment Alex Lomax to Memphis pretty soon. But thanks to Alex Lomax Sr., Thanks to Devin Walker. Again, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Man K Podcast. Again, that's at underscore Man K Podcast. You can find my colleague, the founder and editor of TigerSportsReport.com, Brian Moss. You can find him on Twitter at Brian underscore Rivals. That's B-R-Y-A-N underscore Rivals. Again, we have our 901 promotion going strong right now until the end of the month. You can get your first year of TigerSportsReport.com premium for $9.01. That's 75 cents a month. Come on, people. You want to get to the news before anybody else does, Tiger Athletic News, TigerSportsReport.com is the, the place and the only place to go. I don't care what, what else you hear out there. Don't listen to anybody else. Uh, but, again, you follow us on Twitter. We're always on there talking Tigers. If you got anything you want to reach out to us, um, any questions that you have about anything that's going on with the Tigers, we're accessible there on Twitter. Man, it's been a good night, man. I want to thank everybody for joining me on TSR Live. If you missed, you missed some of the show, um, the show will be up on iTunes and TuneIn Radio app. Uh, just go to either one of those apps, uh, search com, hit the subscribe button, and they'll be archived there. Uh, the latest show, tonight's show, it might take about an hour to populate on there, man, but check that out. Uh, listen tonight on your way to work in the morning, uh, getting your workout in, man, tune in, because you don't want to miss that interview, especially earlier with Alex Loback Sr., great interview with Devin Walker as well. Uh, shout out to Tiger Nation, man. It's going to be fun. I've been your host, Isaac Simpson, and thanks for checking in with TSR Live. I got to say, don't have the right to this music before Internet Police give me, but I'm going to take you out with the Penny Hardaway song because that's what it, that's what time it is here in Memphis, man. It's Hardaway song. Man, this is the Reds, the Sean, Penny Hardaway. Thanks for joining me here on TSR Live. Until next time, as always, go Tigers, go. The Red Sean. Yeah. I got drinks on living lavish in the kitchen whipping mess. I got drinks on living lavish in the kitchen whipping mess. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. Yeah. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jump in it hard away. Jump in it hard away. In the skillet with me mad, bad, bad hat, yeah, the money got a hat, I used to dream of living lavish, now I'm living lavish, buy a phone with the see what's fast, if I ain't eating, then I'm fasting, yeah, bad, 
It didn't work, so I gave it to one of my bitches. I should have took out a bitch. For real. Yeah, what I did. Uh, woke up the next day, went by the bitch. Oh, me and my kids. Yeah. I took the heart away. Didn't know how to say it. I was giving that heart away. Nope, I had to borrow play. That took my heart away. But I've been through hard days. Yeah. I was just in New York in the home. Look at my stars. I ain't asked now. I took the heart away. Tell so put me over, coming with the They took my heart away. Hard liquor for my nigga that gone. Thug holiday. Don't feel it hard away. Hard away. I ain't asked man for nothing. I took the heart away. Tell so put me over, coming with the They took my heart away. Hard away. Hard away. Hard away. Hard away. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Hard 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 away.